This programme was produced at and first aired on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kapai Irarangi Tomotu, NPR. If you're enjoying this podcast in Manawatu, you could make your very own, just like this one. NPR exists to help people like you tell your story or share your passion on air and online. Check out npr.nz for more information. And here on Triple Nine AM, you are listening to Manawatu People's Radio as we begin Catholic Radio on the first Sunday of Advent. During the next half hour, we will share in a radio liturgy where we will pray together, listen to, and reflect on the day's scriptural readings, as well as hear the latest news from around our parishes. I'm Eileen, and helping me to proclaim God's word are Angela and Margaret. A warm welcome to everyone this morning. Our opening song is Awake to the Day from Ed Balduck. in this land Make straight the way for the kingdom of God is at hand Signs in the sun and the moon and the stars Then all shall sing of the power of sun shall remain, so the name of the Lord God will
As always, we begin our liturgy with the sign of the cross. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Today, we rejoice that the night of our long pilgrimage to God's eternal city, the new Jerusalem, will soon be over. The Lord's unending day is dawning. Already, in the words of Isaiah, we see the mountain of the temple of the Lord etched against the eastern sky. Let us wake up and stand ready. In today's gospel, Jesus urges his disciples to stay awake and prepare for the coming of the Son of Man. For those times we have fallen asleep to Christ's presence in the world, let us ask for mercy. Lord Jesus, you are the Son of God. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ Jesus, you are the Son of Man. Christ, have mercy. Christ, Christ have, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you assure us of your presence here among us always. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. God of majesty and power, amid the clamor of our violence, your word of truth resounds. Upon a world made dark by sin, the sun of justice casts his dawning rays. Keep your household watchful and aware of the hour in which we live. Hasten the advent of that day when the sounds of war will be forever stilled, the darkness of evil dispelled, and all your children gathered into one. We ask this through him whose coming is certain, whose, whose day draws near, your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Let's now listen to God's word. <clears throat> A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. The words that Isaiah, son of Amos, saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem. In days to come, the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established as the highest of the mountains and shall be raised above the hills. All the nations shall stream to it. Many people shall come and say, Come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob, that he may teach us his ways, and that we may walk in his paths. For out of Zion shall go forth instruction, and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. He shall judge between the nations, and shall arbitrate for many peoples. They shall beat their swords into plowshares, and their spears into pruning hooks. Nation shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war any more. O house of Jacob, come, let us walk in the light of the Lord. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. Responsorial Psalm. 
Let us go rejoicing to the house of the Lord. Let us go rejoicing to the house of the Lord. I was glad when they said to me, Let us go to the house of the Lord. Our feet are standing within your gates, O Jerusalem. Let us go rejoicing to the house of the Lord. To it the tribes go up, the tribes of the Lord, as was decreed for Israel to give thanks to the name of the Lord. For there the thrones for judgment were set up, the thrones of the house of David. Let us go rejoicing to the house of the Lord. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they prosper who love you. Peace be within your walls and security within your towers. Let us go rejoicing to the house of the Lord. For the sake of my relatives and friends, I will say, Peace be within you. For the sake of the house of the Lord our God, I will seek your good. Let us go rejoicing to the house of the Lord. A reading from the letter of Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, you know what time it is, how it is now the moment for you to wake from sleep. For salvation is nearer to us now than when we became believers. The night is far gone, the day is near. Let us then lay aside the works of darkness and put on the armour of light. Let us live honourably as in the day, not in revelling and drunkenness, nor in debauchery and licentiousness, not in quarrelling and jealousy. Instead, put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. God. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus spoke to his disciples. As the days of Noah were, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. For as in those days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day Noah entered the ark, and they knew nothing until the flood came and swept them all away. So too will be the coming of the Son of Man. Then two will be in the field, one will be taken and one will be left. Two women will be grinding meal together, one will be taken and one will be left. Keep awake, therefore, for you do not know on what day your Lord is coming. But understand this, if the owner of the house had known in what part of the night the thief was coming, he would have stayed awake and would not have let his home be broken into. Therefore you also must be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an unexpected hour. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ.
Advent is a season of waiting and watching. Paul, in the first letter to the Thessalonians, chapter 1, verses 1 to 3, describes the inner conversion of the Thessalonians as a work of faith and labor of love and steadfastness of hope. Later, in verses 9 to 10, he explains how this inner conversion is expressed outwardly in their lives. They turned to God from idols. They served a living and true God, and they waited for his Son from heaven. It is the steadfastness of hope and active waiting for the return of Jesus that this week's scriptures address. As we enter the season of Advent, the eyes of our hearts naturally turn to Jesus' incarnation that we will celebrate and make present once again in a few weeks. How marvelous is the story of our salvation. Israel, a people not only conquered politically, but also conquered by unbelief and sin, are rescued in a most unique and extraordinary way by the birth of a defenseless babe. The coming Messiah Savior was almost missed by Israel in spite of their years of prayer, watchfulness, and anticipation. For he came in a most unexpected way and and at an unexpected time. As we celebrate that first advent of Jesus, with all its unexpected miraculous elements, it should remind us that his second advent, his impending return, could also take place at any time in an equally unexpected and miraculous way. The Thessalonian Christians, whom we previously mentioned, waited for Jesus' return from heaven with assurance and steadfast hope. However, their waiting did not consist of sitting around twiddling their thumbs. Theirs was an active anticipation that propelled them into the tasks of proclaiming the gospel and reaping a harvest for the kingdom of God. Because they knew that Jesus could return at any moment, they were genuinely sincere about their faith and prudently active in sharing their faith throughout the region, even to the point of patiently enduring persecution. The second reading gives us good advice on how to prepare for Jesus' second advent. For salvation is nearer to us now than when we first believed. The night is far gone. The day is at hand. Let us then cast off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. As we celebrate the Advent season, we should become increasingly aware that our salvation is nearer than ever. Salvation from the penalty of sin and enslavement to sin is, of course, already present in Jesus Christ and through the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit. However, our fallen nature, like an unholy gravity, exerts a continuing downward pull that we must labor to resist. Therefore, Each day that we live, we are a day closer to the fullness of salvation when we shall be freed from this downward force and set forever free to enjoy the God of our salvation. The Advent 
The Advent season should remind us to cast off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Wherefore, let us honor this sacred day, the day on which the author of our salvation appeared, whom the wise men revered as an infant in his crib. Let us worship as the all-powerful one in heaven. Just as they offered to the Lord mystical kinds of gifts from their treasures, let us bring forth from our hearts things that are worthy of God. Although he himself bestows all good things, he nevertheless asks for the fruit of our effort. For the kingdom of heaven does not for the kingdom of heaven comes not to those who sleep, but to those who work and watch according to the Lord's command. Jesus' second advent is as sure as was Jesus' first advent. Two of this week's scripture readings alert us to the unexpectedness of Jesus' second advent. We are encouraged, therefore, to watch and be ready. Many Israelites missed out on the joyousness of Jesus' first advent and were unable to exult with people like Anna and Simeon, who had remained alert and watchful for the Messiah even into old age. What a shame it will be. We will miss out on so much if we, due to complacency and preoccupation with other things, are unprepared for his return. That reflection was from Emmaus' journey. It's now 9.48, and you're listening to Catholic Radio on MPR. Te reo irirangi o tangata o manawatu. Jesus tells his disciples to stay awake. Heeding his call, let us offer our prayers and petitions. For the church that we may grow in our awareness of how God is fulfilling the deepest desires of our hearts, expectantly await God's coming work, and learn to recognize God's presence in our lives. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For the grace of attentiveness, that we may be aware of the signs of the times and that the Holy Spirit will shake us from our complacency to live life fully each day. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For authenticity, that while surrounded by the darkness of selfishness, jealousy and greed, we may live as children of the light and show God's love, patience, and compassion to others. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For freedom from fear, that we may know God's presence with us, even in times of darkness and confusion. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For leaders of nations, that their hearts may be awakened by God so that the need for jobs, health care, safety and nourishment 
may be met for all. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For the gift of peace, that God will teach the hearts of all the human family, so that swords may be turned into plowshares, and the resources for war into resources for healing and development. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. Gracious God, you illumine the way forward for all of creation. Hear our prayers that we might prepare faithfully for the coming of your Son. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in Cathedral and Lourdes parishes. Now they apply to young people. Now this may not apply to some of you listeners, but you probably know some young people, so you could mention it to them. There's a Life Teen Catholic Summer Camp happening in January the 23rd. So you need to register at the diocese if one of your friends would like to... um, be to enrol for that. And then there's the World Youth Day in 2023. Registrations are already open. So you might like to mention that to some young people you may know. And from Our Lady of Lords, there's a notice that there is a special anointing mass on Wednesday, the 7th, this coming week. No, it's a week away, isn't it? Mm. At 11 a.m., followed by a special dinner for seniors. And from the cathedral, the St. Vinnie's Op Shop is <coughs> requesting good quality bric-a-bac, 
summer clothing and toys for Christmas. Make buying secondhand special for a family this Christmas. And the Unity Singers, they present 2022 Christmas carols at the Cathedral 7pm Monday 5th of December and 7pm Tuesday the 6th of December. A donation or item of non-perishable food for the St Vincent de Paul Food Bank would be very much appreciated. And as a footnote, food slash donations can also be left at the Cathedral Parish Office or at the St Vincent de Paul Shop at 252 Rangitiki Street, Palmerston North. That's all, Eileen. Oh, I've got one more here for applies to all the parishes. They have Columban calendars on sale for $12. Now, they're wonderful to have on your, your kitchen wall. Mm. I recommend them. Mm. Uh, just to clarify, that notice about Life Teens, it's for January 2023, not necessarily the date of January the 23rd. No. Mm. And that is Catholic Radio for another week. We'll be back again next week at the same time here on MPR. Thanks to all our listeners, and thank you, Angela and Margaret, for assisting this morning. <laughs> Pleasure. Mm-hmm. As we conclude our liturgy, may Almighty God bless us, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Taking us out today is... Come Thou Long Expected Jesus from Chris Tomlin and Christy Knuckles. Come Thou Long Expected Jesus, born to set Thy people Yeah.
enjoy this NPR podcast, please consider subscribing. Our podcasts are available on all major podcasting platforms. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Spotify, as well as the accessmedia.nz app. Support this show and others like it by giving a donation. For more information, go to www.mpr.nz forward slash donate.